0: and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 46 months into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for Tech Tuesday. How are you, Bruce?
1: I'm healthy and alive. Doing well.
0: I'm glad to hear that. Um, All right. So on to some tech stuff. You've got some EV stuff. Uh, You got new EV vehicles. Now, I'm curious. The last time you were on, we talked about a, a cargo ship that caught on fire that was coming across. The port of call was set for San Diego. And it was full of electric vehicles, and it was diverted to Dutch Harbor, Alaska, where I believe it is still sitting. And you say these are Japanese electric vehicles, so I'm assuming they're going to make it across the water in one piece. Maybe, uh, hopefully. Well, let's, yeah, maybe. let's hope for the best. Yeah.
1: These ones, uh, Honda, they've got two models that they're um, showing. Now, the car model actually looks pretty cool. It looks like a futuristic one. Um, these are to launch commercially in 2026. The Let's see. We've got the honda zero series and then uh the what are they're calling the other one the saloon model it looks like um that's a sedan in in american english by the way that's uh um yeah anyway the the car one looks cool the suv slash van i don't know what the heck that is It's an interesting take on a minivan. I'll put it that way. Very, very sleek and, you know, rounded kind of uh, early, I don't know, early 2000s sci-fi kind of feel. But yeah, they they look cool. But as far as the stats and everything, they're not really talking much about what kind of mileage it's going to have. Can't we
0: just scratch all that? Can't we just get rid of these pieces of junk, please? Can can we just say no? Like where is the where's the the massive consumer base saying, "Oh my goodness, we've got to have electric cars." Where where is that big fat consumer base that's saying we've got to have that? I I don't hear that except for possibly like, you know, the people that drive them.
1: Uh yeah. I I I linked that so you can see some of the Pictures oh, there. I don't even want to look at it.
0: I don't even. Want the to look cars. At it, but I'm, I'm going to look at it. I don't want to look at it. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that looks like a Lamborghini. The the car does the uh, from the side. van truck slash thing. uh I don't know what that is. So that, but yeah, that that one that car. This is a concept. I'm assuming. Yeah, these... Okay, two concepts. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, Here's my problem with concept cars, right? Concept cars... And I used to go to these car shows, right? So I've seen the concepts that these manufacturers put out, and and it's incredible. The styles that they come up with, we never see that. Like, that's never part of the final product. And it's like, why don't you make these concepts? I, I don't care that it's not aerodynamic. Why don't you make that concept? Because that... If, like, Bruce, do you remember the cars we used to make in America? I'm talking like the big tail fin, like Buicks and, and Cadillacs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. A- and the big yeah. Plymouth Cudas and all that stuff, you know, with the big wings and everything on them and the Mopar and all that stuff. Like, we used to make cars that had style, right? We used to have uh, cars and muscle cars and stuff that had style and class. And now we get this garbage, right? The concepts look better than the final product. If you compare the concept to what something is supposed to be five six years later when it comes out, it's like oh, let me put it this way, right? So the concept, by comparison, I'm not saying this is how it is, but uh, in in reality, but this is how my mind works. The concept is like a a Formula One car or or an Indy car, you know, the open wheel racing car, and then Mm -hmm. the final Mm -hmm. release is a smart car. Like that's the comparison here. That's what you get.
1: Yeah. Uh, Supposedly, though, they these will launch in 2026. Now, as you said. Uh, these are probably going to go under quite a few renditions and changes and revisions that's going to look
0: like a prius when it's finished you know damn it, well it is y-
1: yeah it's probably going to look like that the uh the minivan by the way is called a space hub is what they're calling it space hub how original space hub yeah yeah real real original honestly though if they could if they can turn out vehicles that look like that it's a nice change I'm i'm not a huge huge fan of it but like we we've had the same old same old for quite yeah, a while interior. now. Interior.
0: Look at this interior. Like, why would you? Why would you not have that? That's yeah. like that is something like I would look at that even to somebody that despises electric cars. I would look at it and say, uh, you know, um, wow, you know, I'm I really might get an electric car. Uh,
1: you know, the the main thing that I'm liking about the the interior. Look at that leg room in the front seat.
0: Yes. Holy cow. Yes. You could like and a tall guy totally like me. stretch out in there. Yeah, a tall guy like me, I I appreciate that leg room. Oh, yeah. Uh, that,
1: that basically, for, for the listener's sake, if you could lay the seat back, you're almost full on like laying down. There's so much room under there.
0: Is that a touchscreen on the, the headrest of the, the passenger in the back?
1: I think it is. It very well, it does look like it's a curved touchscreen. Uh... It does kind of look like that, yeah.
0: And I love the steering wheel, right? The the steering wheel's doing it for me. That's which is not even really a steering yes. wheel. It's like the steering column is like that's doing it for me. Yeah, I love that. Yeah,
1: that's pretty cool. That that is pretty cool. And the, I I do like the lighting. It'd be cool if those are yes. RGB, so we could change yeah. the color
0: to what yes. we want. That would be cool. well. I would assume that it would be at least in the you know in a concept. I would assume that it would be.
1: And the um, I, so I like some of the concepts that so they're they're pushing. The exterior, uh, I'm a little a little hesitant on yes, but the interior i do like, like it's not
0: gonna look like that i love the wheels on the car that is that is i've never seen wheels like that those are nice
1: yeah those are pretty cool um i i, I don't I, I i like some of the concepts in it I, and i'm the reason i'm encouraging this and i'm i'm more i don't like the ev part of it but the reason i'm kind of like a positive towards this is these are there's some changes in this that are nice convenient changes there's Um, it's kind of a refreshing take on a car that we haven't seen in a while. They, they, like I said, cars haven't really changed in the last like 30 years, 40 years. We've been more or less getting the same thing. They were a little bit more boxy back in, you know, like the eighties and whatnot. And we've had some changes, but there hasn't really been much change, um, since about the eighties or so.
0: I don't like the final products. I still don't. I, I think, like I said, I think that's going to, when that when that's finished, when that's all said and done, it's going to look like a Prius. Well, we'll
1: find out next year. I know it says 2026, but you know how companies always release the next year's model at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah, so the, the yeah. 2026 will be released in 2025. So
0: yeah. Well, again, you know, I, like I said, I used to go to those car shows and I saw some of the concepts they put out. Like, uh, I saw, uh, Porsche, they put out a concept that was it was kind of like, I mean, Porsche, they've kept to the same design, so you got to give them credit for that. Um, but I saw a concept of a Porsche once, and it didn't look anything like one. Uh, same thing with Volkswagen, which oddly enough, it's the same company. Um, but I saw a concept that was uh, put out by Volkswagen once uh, for, for one of their cars, and it was it was pretty unique. It was the door system where it was like, um, I saw one that had gallwing doors, you know, the doors that open vertically. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw one mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And I saw ones that had like suicide doors on them. If you remember the suicide doors in mm-hmm. um, cars, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Open in reverse. And uh, the ones that do the, uh, the slide ups, you know, like the, uh, Scissors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the Lamborghini doors. Some, sometimes mm-hmm. they'll open like that. I, I like, I like those. those. Yeah. Yeah. So I see all these different concepts put out by these companies and, you know, Mercedes has done them before and, and other, you know, companies, Audi and things, but they just, they never follow through on it. They never do. GM's even put out some really nice looking concepts before and you see what they always end up with. So honestly,
1: the, I don't know if it's because of the mechanism is more difficult, uh, or not as strong or something, but scissor doors, I'm really surprised. We don't like, that's not just a standard thing because the way we park cars, I hate getting out of a car and someone's parked on the line or something like that. And it makes it difficult for you to get out of the car or into the car in that case. But if it's a scissor door, that would alleviate a lot of the issue.
0: I actually saw a car here once. Uh, I saw somebody that had one and they were doors. You know, the sliding doors you have on like minivans and stuff, Mm -hmm. Yeah. right? The main doors of this car were those. I mean, even that would be yeah. uh, pretty neat where yeah. you pull into it was designed for Europeans. Uh, like it was, This was never a car that was going to sell in the, in the US, right? There are cars that they have over here just for like a European market that, that the US will never see over here. They have like really small car parks, right? Um, parking garages, you know what we call them in the, in the US. But when you go into these things, it is, as you say, like they are very tight spaces and very, you know, like you're you're in there sometimes. And it's like getting yourself in and out of a tin can. And I can see where those doors would be beneficial in a place. Place like that. It was designed for, for tight parking spaces.
1: And uh something they don't show on these two EVs is none of the doors are open. So we don't really know how yeah. the doors yeah, open and true. close on these ones. So
0: that is true. All right. Last week we talked about the um the airplane, all right, the 737, how the you know the doors blew out. All right. Well or one of the doors or hatches blew out. And yeah. Nobody was hurt in that, by the way, I'd like to add good. that was that was yeah. good. Nobody was in the seat at the time because if they would have been sitting there without a seatbelt on, it would have been good night. Like they would have been out that window and there's nothing you could do. Yeah. 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 Um, The FAA has warned parents to stop holding their babies in their laps on planes... Saying that there could be a problem if, just in case, you know there are doors or you know hatches that get blown out. Well, their kids could be sucked right out. So don't don't worry about that. We're just we're just going to continue everything. We're not going to do extra safety checks or anything like that. That's no no. We're we're just going to tell the parents to not hold their children on their laps because they could be sucked out of the airplane mid flight. Bruce, you don't look satisfied. This is a this is a public safety announcement we're trying to portray to people here.
1: Yeah. Um. So why? Generally speaking, um, if there was an accident, turbulence, or those kind of things, you, you don't want to be holding the child, but um, that's not, it's not really the case when you have a kid, because um, like feeding and what, what have you. However, why is it that we have to make accommodations to their failure to engineer something properly? Why do we have to make those kind of changes when you're supposed to be engineering it up to a certain standard? And you're failing to meet the standard. So what kind of punishment is the company getting? What what what, what is, kind of, you know...
0: This has never been a problem up until this point. So now why all of a sudden are people... Like, why are the passengers made to share the burden for your mistakes? Why, why is that the case? Well, uh, uh,
1: nowadays can it's a difference assume.
0: of... I can only assume that it's because they're not going to admit failure, just like a good party yes. person. They're not going to admit yes. failure on their hiring practices. I'm assuming. It, I'm, exactly. I'm assuming here.
1: I, I think that's exactly it. They're not going to admit that DEI is a problem. They have to continue touting the, the, the right rhetoric um, so that they get their points, um, so that they get to be one of the companies that get to exist
0: uh, in the new world order. So they're, they're, Pouting the line. They're stakeholders, Bruce. They are stakeholders in this this fourth industrial revolution. Yeah. Stakeholders. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, I don't usually like holding my steak. I usually use a fork and knife. Yeah. I use a fork and a knife. Yeah. steak knife. Yeah. All right. Uh, Samsung and LG have unveiled an AI robot butler. This is a good idea, isn't it? Right. We've got AI robot butlers now. They will feed pets. They will schedule your laundry and remind you to take your pills. Right. Yeah. Take that medication. Yeah. Americans, we love taking pills, don't we? We we pop them uh, like Skittles.
1: It, it, the other the other two like doing like basic house chores and like that's the Jetsons, right? It, having like doing the the vacuuming and some of the the, the yeah, laundry, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, dishes. Like
0: this this little thing right here, right? So you see this one this this little thing. This is called Bali, right? This this little yellow ball thing that rolls around, obviously because it's a looks like a ball, you know. Um, but it will it'll play with your dog too. You know, it'll it'll like throw a ball around and, and that kind of stuff. It'll, yeah, um, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. No,
1: I would, um, I'll pass. Not, not interested. I'm, I'm um, definitely curious where robotics is going to go in the future. That is something that I think would be beneficial. As an example, people that have uh, mobility problems, um, having a robot on hand that could aid in cleaning, uh, housework, you
0: know, those basic things. Sure. Yeah, the Roombas, you know, we already nice. have those. Yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. the the Roomba thing. I I will say that is a that is very good. I I've gotten some um some elderly family members, and I got them a couple of those things for Christmas one year because they you know they they just can't push the vacuum around anymore, and and they they just they love those things because they vacuum their entire house, and they don't have to do anything. So they just put them on a timer and they just come out and do their little thing. And then away they go. And all they have to do is empty the little dustbin thing. And that's it. So it works for them. Right. I mean, it's that's good. But these things. Right. So LG and Samsung have their uh, their robot home assistants that can um, zip around the house. They will play music if you're in a bad mood. Yeah. So all you have to do is just save it. What's the matter, Bruce? You don't. Man, you're just a spoil sport. Yeah. You don't want any of this stuff, right? This good stuff here. This this convenient stuff to entertain you. It'll remind yeah, just, you to take a pill. Yeah. I'm just a technophobe, obviously. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yes. You regressive. You. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, it will feed your dog uh, or your cat. That's only if you have one of the paired smart feeders that are available. Uh, I'm sure. Just at a modest fee, they can also. Yeah. Make video calls to family members on your behalf. Yeah, so that like this is good too. It, it can set those up for you. Isn't that great?
1: Yeah, no, that one's not. No, that one's not great. <laughs> I, I can the 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 feeding and the music and the okay, those are convenience things. uh, Interacting with your animals or what have you. Okay, those are convenience uh-huh. things. Uh-huh. Well, not but giving it. The ability to make a phone call. What happens if somebody hacks into your system and then pretends to be you?
0: Oh no, 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 Now I'm glad you brought that up because you see, they figured all this stuff in already, right? So you're not going to have to worry about any of this. So now Mm, you do have to you do have to do a few things in order to make sure that all of this is going to, of course, be convenient for you. All you have to Mm. do, uh, besides shelling out over a thousand dollars for each one of these things, (laughs) oof. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty harsh. All you have to do is let it track your habits and your Uh moods. Uh, Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. And your moods. You have to let it learn your face and your children's face and every other member of the household. It has to do the facial recognition of everybody. You also have to let it map your entire home. You have to give it your medication schedules and you have to basically just, well, you turn over your entire private home life to it and it will it will help you. You see those few modest things. Yeah. will make your life so much easier. Yeah. Not, not happening. Uh, that, that's why I don't have
1: one of those s- smart devices. I, I don't have any smart devices other than, uh, a smartphone. So, uh, yeah, I'll pass on. Uh, I don't even have like a Roomba or any of those kind of things. I won't do that because that's what it does. It tracks your, um, it, it tracks your house
0: unless like, you have one it, of the older maps ones. it out. Yeah. If you got one of the older ones that doesn't have like any connectivity or anything like that, then it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you got one yeah, of those,
1: that's okay. fine. Um, yeah. All right. But so yeah, I'll pass on all yeah. that
0: LG has one called uh, the smart home agent. <laughs> Is that great? Yeah. The agent smart home agent. Yeah. This one walks. Yeah. Th- this one like walks around it. Well, excuse me. It, no, it, it has like little feet. But it's got like little like rollers on the feet. You see that? Yeah. It's got like oh, little, yes. yeah, like inline skate kind of things. Yeah. So it looks zips like around little those, kid's those little toy. eyes like looking at you. Man, that's just kind of creepy, isn't it? Yeah, just it's this little yeah. thing just rolling up on you.
1: It looks like it looks like a kid's toy. i I'd, I'd be concerned with having like yeah, a yeah, little yeah. niece or nephew over yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. run around with it.
0: Yeah. So this one's not going to like wash dishes or do your laundry or anything, but they say that, uh, the smart home agent can learn your moods and your habits and may prompt you with cheery music. If you seem sad, this is sounding like the the Chinese, how they have the
1: bands and stuff inside, like, uh, that tracks your brainwave patterns and whatnot, your mood and all of that. Um, yeah. in, like hair bands or, uh, your ball caps or those kind of things and you're required to wear them. It's kind of the same vibe, but they're hiding it under a, Oh, this is for your convenience. This is for, no, you don't need to track my mood. You don't need to track how, why? I guess my, my, my question is, why do people nowadays have more struggles with uh, their emotional state, their mental state than we did in the past? It's not not to say say there wasn't problems in the past
0: there's not a lot to get excited about. I mean, everything's been wrecked. Everything's been ruined, you know, societally and culturally and and everything else. And it's like, we, we don't even, I'm not going to get political here, but we, we don't have, because of this, this subversion, this ideological subversion, we don't have really any real connection to who we once were any longer or hasn't anybody noticed.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, a good example of, of what I was talking about is climate change. Everybody's so, uh, you, you, look at like the younger generation, like our generation and younger, they're like, uh, should we even have kids because they, we're just going to die in 12 years or we're going to, you know, there's climate problems or what have you, or I, I can understand like making that decision over finances, you know, the, the like, um, economy is doing so poorly. We can't afford to have kids. Uh, you know, I, I get that. I understand that one, but because of the climate uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, that one is just stupid. So because of those things, I think we're, we're constantly bombard, bombarded with different uh, major issues like that. And we're constantly being fed hyperbolic um, topics uh without any real adversity any real tri- you look at back in the day uh you look at uh, or even people from uh poorer countries they don't have those kind of problems because they had real adversity they had real trials that they had to get through uh, you, you look at the depression and those kind of things like they really did have to scrounge around for food and stuff whereas today it's just like it's the fear of something happening or the worry of something happening. Whereas, I mean, currently there, there is an actual like finance problem. I mean, people are out of a lot of money, but you, you get what I'm saying. There, There's a lot of just hyperbolic nonsense. And unfortunately, I don't know if, if they're trying, they being the elite are trying to push these devices on us to try to make good, happy little drones, uh, or if they're, Uh, trying to get our mental states to make it easier to read us or both. Uh, I'm not really sure what. what I'm going to go with both. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, Yeah, it's probably both. both. All right. Last topic here. Um, Bruce, you ever have that problem where do you have a laptop? I don't know if you have a laptop. I've never asked you that. Do you have a laptop? Not anymore. I used to. Used to. Okay. Well, you know, one of the biggest problems, and I've had this problem too. One of the biggest problems I've had with a laptop is I just do not have enough desk space, you know, desktop space. I hate that. You know, you've got to do the, you got to dock it in, in, or, you know, whatever, go into like the the splitter and then you got the two monitors or whatever, if you need, (laughs) you know, more workspace. And you know how we do things. We've got, you know, two, three, and I'm looking at a fourth one uh, in this stuff. And I think you are too. So, yeah, uh, it's like I just I've got a a 34 inch and two 24 inches, and I'm like I need another one because I just don't have enough room to do some of the stuff that we do here. But this new laptop that's been unveiled might fix the problem. It's got a 100 inch display, which Jeez. I think, yeah. Now this is a laptop that does this. Now, how do they do this? We talk about these uh, VR systems, right? These things. <laughs> these come with just a pair of glasses. And it's not it's not a VR headset, right? But it's just a pair of glasses, and you take a look here. Right, this AR. is what it does. Yeah, more It'd or less. Augmented yeah. reality. It yeah. is. Yeah, you put these glasses on, and it project. It interacts with the um, the thing there. You know the uh, uh, the the interface and augmented reality. It's up there in front of you. You know, just on display. What do you think of this? This is
1: a pseudo version of holographic technology. This is. Uh, I personally. If we can make more advancements in this kind of stuff and really improve this, this could be pretty cool. This could be really. Look at it this way: if you could do something like this and have multiple monitors up, uh, and you're there's no actual monitors, if that would save saving t- a ton money, of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it saves time. You're saving a lot of money because monitors are not cheap. You're also saving resources on making the monitors. Uh, so I'm I'm for this technology personally. I'm I I, I think this is pretty neat. I still want to have like a physical monitor. So if I don't want to wear the uh, glasses, uh, but generally speaking, I I like this. This is pretty neat. If they can continue going down this road and improving it, that would be pretty cool.
0: The problem at the moment is, obviously, this is like the first iteration, you know, the first in, in the generation. So what do we have when we have a first of something? You've got a very high price tag, of course. Yep. This one is going to run you about $2,150 uh, or 1,690 pounds in the Church of England. Uh, it's called a space that's, top. That, that's that not is, bad. It I mean, is not yeah. bad. No, it's not yeah. bad, considering that that would put you up. Uh, I mean, if you spend two grand on a laptop, that's going to get you a pretty high-end laptop laptop these days. I mean, you can get some some decent stuff on it. But the problem is, is that this doesn't have really a whole bunch. You know, it's not it's not as if you can have a laptop interact with the system. This is the system and that's it. So you're going to run into some problems right now. The battery life on it is about five hours, maybe less. And of course, that's going to diminish, right? That's so not too bad. That is not know. too bad. Of course, you can plug it in, yeah. you know that kind of thing. Sure. The processor is going to be probably really slow. It's going to be a you know something that's that's not exactly up to par at the moment. So it's it's going to be a lot of compromises it shall we say uh, in the beginning right because they're trying to keep the cost down because if you were to put the, the most high-end stuff in this you're going to be looking maybe seven to ten thousand uh, and that's not going to well, be not affordable, even so
1: you're not even sure it could do things that so if you went high-end the only reason you would go high-end is two reasons one you're doing like video editing or 3d editing or something like that you know modeling yeah. or yeah. you're doing some kind of like video game or something like that um yeah. Outside of those things, I'm not even sure how good the glasses. So the augmented reality, are they doing it it really depends on how they're doing the augmented reality and how they're um, uh, processing the data there uh, through the graphics card. So it, it, it could be that it's just like. It it wouldn't be feasible because we're we're talking about like, you you know, doing 3D editing and stuff like that. You need the fidelity and, you know, yeah, they're not showing
0: any, yeah, they're not showing anything like that. They're basically just showing like, um, uh, just if if you will, yeah, Microsoft Office kind of stuff, you know, stock trading, that kind of stuff, you know, the the, the usual stuff you would find in like an office atmosphere kind of thing. Um, which for that sense, like
1: documents, Word documents, uh, yeah, yeah, Excel sheets, those kind of things, yeah, it'd be great. It
0: sounds cool. So as compared right now, they're comparing this. They're doing a side-by-side. Uh, it's called the Space Top, and they're comparing it to a MacBook Pro. Okay, so your MacBook Pro... Is going to cost you uh, $23.99 and the space top is going to cost you as compared to around uh, $21.50. So there's your price points on those. Now, the display on the MacBook Pro, 14 inches. Display on the space top, obviously 100 with the you know, glasses and stuff. Processor, MacBook Pro's got an M3 Pro, which is, I think, one of their higher end processors at the moment. The space top is going to be running the Qualcomm Snapdragon XR2, so it's going to be a mobile processor. It's not going mobile to be, process, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be one from, um, you know, you find like a smartphone or you know, high-end smartphone or tablet or something. Those are uh, pretty decent
1: processors, though. Yeah, they're pretty still. good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, RAM is uh, you know uh, your memory is going to be MacBook Pro. It's going to be 18 gigs, space top eight gigs. I'm guessing DDR4. I mean, if you put DDR5 in it, cost comparison, maybe I'm not sure. Terabyte? I, or excuse me, I don't know
1: if the that model of Snapdragon can handle. DDR5 though. That's, That's the, true. Uh,
0: yeah, that is true. Uh storage. Uh MacBook Pro, one terabyte, space top, 256 gigs. Oof, that is that really is pretty low. low. Yeah, that is pretty low. Yeah. But they don't say anything about expansion. So I don't know. I mean, Again, it, it's a it's a it's the first line lo- first in the line. So you know it's going to get better with time, uh, as if they continue with it. So and I expect it, it to to go on.
1: If this is a work PC anyway, you're a lot of the work you're doing is gonna be on a cloud anyway. So it, 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 your storage isn't going to be that big of an issue. What what I think would be pretty cool too uh, is having those glasses interlinked and by that I mean like if you're in like a, a conference room or something like that setting instead of having an actual projector in the room and, and you could have those glasses on and have more interaction with the, the material being presented you know kind of in a, a conference setting or something like that. That could be cool um, but useful uh, as well. But I definitely see some possible benefits in the future. If they can uh, fine tune this technology and have it in like contacts or something like that, that'd be pretty cool, too. Um, But um it's it's definitely a stepping stone towards uh, some pretty cool tech uh you know holographic stuff or something on those lines um so i'm definitely interested in seeing where this goes um
0: long term indeed all right well that is going to do it for us for today on this tech tuesday it's been a great conversation thank you for being here today bruce i will see you later in the week thank you to all of the listeners god bless everyone and have a great evening